Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're speaking with Jeff Roberts. Hey, Jeff, how are you? I'm well. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, it's great to talk with you, Jeff. I'm excited to learn more about what you're working on. Jeff is the founder and CEO of Innovation Vista, which is an IT consultancy providing C-level tech strategy and leadership services on a contract basis to small and mid-sized clients in the US, Canada, UK, and other English-speaking markets. I tell you, that world of small to mid-sized businesses is interesting, and so we're excited to dig deeper there, Jeff. But before we get there, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career. Well, thanks again for having me on. Um, So I am, let me start with, I'm happily married for 27 years. Congratulations. uh, Four kids, two boys, two girls, and... uh, all grown now and, and one granddaughter that we are uh, spoiling and, and really just loving the grandparent life. Um, so I, I, I love what I do. I, I've known since I was 13 years old that I wanted to be in IT. Um, one, one of the lucky few that went into college knowing exactly what I wanted to major in, uh, started my career as a system developer data modeler, then uh, entered project management, and uh, finally IT leadership, where Mm -hmm. I've been since 1996. Wow, so 26 years now in IT leadership, um, had five, 10 years as a CIO for mid-sized companies, and uh, yeah, just uh, decided in, in 2019 that rather than trying to find CIO chair number six, after my last employer was acquired by a larger competitor, uh, that I would start Innovation Vista. That's awesome. Well, I'm tempted to ask you, what was your first computer that you owned? I, I owned a Big 20. I got that for Christmas when I was 13. There you go. Uh, Commodore Big 20. Never forget that little thing. I moved on to the Commodore 64 and other things after that, but that Vic 20, I, I tore into it and learned everything I could about it. So, so awesome. Yeah, I mean, there were those several brands. Commodore was one that really captured the imagination of that generation, I remember. And they kept on, you know, the Commodore 64, remember when that came out? Super exciting. And now I know why you were passionate about the world of IT at a young age. I definitely can share that love with you on that. But I mean, tell me a little bit more about Innovation Vista. So you've built up this consultancy. Uh, you're working with small to mid-sized clients. Tell me about some of the challenges and opportunities that are in that market. Yeah, it's uh, it, it really is. Uh, it's fun every day. It's, it's different every day. Um, I have kind of a perfect balance of uh, personal client consulting myself. So I'm helping a few companies uh in an advisory capacity, helping their boards of directors or their CIOs with their mm-hmm. IT strategy, uh, have one digital transformation underway, helping one startup company um, 
kind of go from the ground up with with their tech. Uh, and then I get to collaborate and, uh, and and mentor the consultants that we engage for other innovation vista clients, which is really fun. Um, we have a spectrum of what we offer. Our clients um, need sometimes help with stabilizing their mm -hmm. IT. Uh, they've had crashes or breaches or negative events uh, and unreliability. Um, they sometimes need help optimizing their IT. So uh, systems maybe don't, don't talk to each other, numbers don't foot across uh, reports from different sources, things like that. Uh, and then um, we really enjoy projects where we can help them monetize their IT, mm. which is, uh, you know, a lot, lot of different labels for that, I guess. Digital transformation is, is kind of a buzzword these days. And uh, we, we really, uh, we, we love those projects. And, and really our, our CIO consultant team has a lot of depth of experience. Uh, in, in finding revenue streams and accelerating revenue and really uh, top line impact from technology and data. Yeah, uh, I mean, Jeff, you started Innovation Vista at a really interesting moment. I mean, we were there the year before and yeah. during and now after the pandemic. And I'd just be curious to understand the challenges that customers faced at that time and perhaps how it actually impacted the way you and your team worked. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great question. I joke all the time that I, I had just fantastic entrepreneurial timing to start a business in 2019. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you know, it, it's uh my initial idea was uh, that you know let's 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 build something where we also could engage some other consultants and really kind of uh, spread a wingspan uh, and not just be a freelancer, but really build a practice. Right. Um, and uh, we had some great early uh, early traction. Like many people, that starts with you know who's in your Rolodex, who's worked with you personally in the past, or who knows someone. Um, and I learned a lot of lessons about branding and marketing and sales and <laughs> have tremendous respect now for those people that I, I probably didn't earlier in my career fully understand how nice it was that someone was out there finding revenue for, for all my employers. Um, yeah. But when COVID hit, you know, like everyone, there was sort of the, the personal family uh, impact and just the unknown uh, fear factor there. Uh, none of us knew which end was was up. So I, I had that uh, you know right around that weekend from March the 13th. I'll never forget Friday the 13th. Kind of has a different meaning for me now. Um, up through Monday, the 16th of March, we went from having some work on the plate, scheduling, etc., to all of a sudden um, clients are calling saying you know, we, we need to pause. Uh, we've talked all weekend long. Our people are telling us they're scared to come into work. Uh, it, it, this is not the right moment to start an IT strategy engagement and digital transformation, right? Yeah. Um, so we, uh, you know, it, it took a while to figure out what I could do productively during that time. But uh, like a lot of things, you know, there's a silver lining in that cloud. I think uh, just society-wide, 
Uh, of course, people got a lot more comfortable with technology like Zoom, Microsoft Teams, WebEx, et cetera. Um, that really opened up a lot of potential for us. And where before we, I was thinking about fractional CIO, mm-hmm. where someone would need to be in the same city as the client, um, really COVID and the whole remote virtual uh, uh, transformation that happened in the span of about a month there uh, opened up all of these other possibilities. So we've yeah. been talking about virtual CIO, not fractional as much. Yeah. And um, yeah, we have, you know, we have consultants now in New York that are supporting clients in California and consultants in Washington state that are supporting uh, businesses in Florida. Uh, you know, so it, it, it's, uh, it really is, is interesting. Um, just that, that broadening of the horizon and it really helps clients because yeah. it lets us find the very best fit. Even if someone is sitting in New Zealand to support a client in Australia, that really probably wouldn't have happened if they're really the best fit on a expertise basis and an industry experience basis. Um, we, we can make that, uh, that match and, you know, put them in touch with that consultant. So, um, As it ended up, uh, we didn't have a lot of client work through spring and summer of 2020. But what I was able to do is build my network of Mm -hmm. uh, those consultants. It's interesting. I feel like just from my own experiences, there were certain issues that popped more. I mean, suddenly because people were working at home, customers were worried about IT issues. They're like, oh, well, I've got my staff at home now? How do I deal with the cybersecurity issues? Yeah. I mean, did you see those types of things bubble up for you? Yeah, we did. We did. We actually, we, we gave some free consulting um, a, a lot during spring and summer because people were scared. But they were also scared to to open up, you know, vendor engagements and, and sign on a new consultant. So we, we did a lot of networking and a lot of talking and not a lot of invoicing uh, for spring and summer. Uh, but it, you know, it, it, it was great, um, you know, to build the network, I, I was able to talk to probably 800 CIOs that are freelance consulting now. And, um, you know, from that, we, we chose our network, which we're now up over 340, uh, consultants in our network. So that really gave us that depth. And uh, I've learned so much from, from the people on that team and, and just being a sounding board with each other and, uh, and trading ideas and um yeah it was uh it it created a bunch of new challenges it cleared the deck of some others and so when fall came around in 2020 we had just tremendously more horsepower and and flexibility to really find you know not there's a lot of consulting firms out there that, that have a bench of people and when they get a new client they assign someone that's sitting on the bench that's not billing a client actively, right? Um, our model, you know, we really began to have like the best possible option. And when we find a client that needs help, we're able to choose the perfect person that they've done it. They've worked in that industry and, and they've uh, achieved a lot of the things that the company has in mind for their yeah. technology. I love the area and the customer base that you're going after. I mean, I feel like, and this again is just my personal bias, so tell me if I'm totally wrong, but the small to mid-sized market 
gets shortchanged quite often in things like IT systems because, you know, the big, big players, the brands that we hear about aren't really geared towards how a small to mid-sized business works. Tell me about your experience with that challenge. Yeah, very, very true. Um, they either are not targeting them at all, or if they do, um, you know, sometimes those contracts are, uh, they're pretty rigid and they're pretty one-sided. Um, and so you, you have to know where those knobs and dials are that they are willing to negotiate around. Um, so it's, it's tough. And, and a lot of small and mid-sized don't feel like they have the budget for an experienced CIO. Uh, which really creates the market opportunity for our whole model, our whole value proposition. Um, you know, I, it, <laughs> CEOs, um, they're so busy, right? They, they've got so much on their mind. And I have tremendous respect now for CEOs that I have worked under in the past, being in this chair now. Uh, if they came up from a non-technology kind of career path, it's just daunting. Uh, I mean, the, the, the pace of technology change is faster than it's ever been, but at the same time, it's accelerating. So it will never be this slow again. Yeah. Uh, and that is a hard thing to really grasp. But um, yeah, so those small and mid-sized companies, if they don't have someone in the CIO chair leading their IT that uh, ha has seen multiple places, sort of had the experience, understands how to keep up with that fast moving pace um it could be it could be a blind spot basically and so um you know I vendors take advantage of that the other thing we see a lot is it's just um they they undershoot the target um mm. there's a widespread belief that if it is keeping the lights on and they're keeping the hackers away that they are running full throttle, right? That's full success. And so a big part of what we do is, is really sort of education and, uh, and eye-opening these executives to see the kind of impact that's become possible um, just in the last five years, things have changed so much. Yeah, Things that maybe were just economically impossible or, or not feasible, now they are. And they're so much more affordable and the flexibility of the cloud and what you can do with data and AI and BI, um, just uh, all of these things, you know, they, they sort of have a light bulb moment, honestly, that, uh, wow, so keeping the lights on is really just the start of the story. You know, it's an interesting one. I certainly can see the differences that small to medium-sized businesses face. And, and I certainly can see that in the near future, we're going to have a whole new set of challenges that companies are needing, needing to think about. You know, when you look forward, here we are at the tail end of 2022. Can you believe it? We made it to 2022. I tell you, a couple of years ago, I wasn't sure we'd make it here. But here we are at the end of 2022, looking into 2023. Tell me more about what is on the horizon for your company and your customers. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's exciting, actually, right now. So uh, we continue to grow. We've had growth every quarter since, uh, like I said, fall of 2020 really began this, um, this growth curve. So we're excited about that. Um, you know, I, I really want uh, what we offer. 
uh, is really life-changing for the clients that we work with. And, and I, I don't want to sound too hyperbolic with that, but you know, th there are a lot of people who go to work every day and spend their time on things that really are beneath human intelligence. I mean, it, you know, it, tedious things and, and things that really a computer could very easily do for them, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, so helping companies navigate that, what's possible? What's the investment? What's the return on that investment look like? What makes sense to really maximize what they can get? And man, it, it, the impact on, on people, frankly, yeah. is the most exciting thing about that. Um, you know, we see some companies in, in our target space, we, we go from about 50 million up to a billion in revenue generally on our uh, client profile. Some of those companies get it. And they are, uh, you know, they're retaining their people. Um, they see that they're they're investing in, and, and people are excited to be at a leading edge company. There's kind of a a culture um, of innovation that creates this positive cycle, and they come up with new ideas, and then, you know, they 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 think of themselves as a place where leading edge things are happening, right? Mm -hmm. And there's other companies that don't get it. Um, and, you know, they are because those CEOs are busy and and they're, you know, the ch pace of change is so fast. The gap is widening between what made sense five years ago and what they should do today. Totally. And at some point, you know, that, sadly to say, if, if they don't realize it, uh, I do think in a lot of these industries, the companies that are innovating and really creating unique capabilities mm -hmm. that their competitors can't match, they're going to take over. And yeah. I mean, the word disruption is thrown around all the time, frankly, too much in my opinion, but, but there is this possibility of, of having, you know, brand new capability. No one can yeah. match pricing power that you can do it so much more efficiently that you can really take the needs out from under your competitors. Uh, and so I, I, I do think I, I see that happening in an in increasing level, mm -hmm. maybe the inflation and, and what we're looking at for some economic struggle in 2023 is a catalyst for more of that, uh, where companies that think they're doing fine because they're operating still on the old mindset, uh, they, they wake up one day and realize, oh my gosh, we, we should have been doing this for the last five years. Yeah, I think, you know, the, the interesting moment is I went through this, obviously, you know, I have a technology business, I'd say over the last 10 years, we've built it as a technology driven business as well, in terms of how we use CRM, ERP, all of these types of systems as efficiently as possible. And, you know, finding the right systems hard, getting it set up is doubly hard and then getting your teams to embrace it from a cultural perspective is the most critical thing right that's kind of the moment where it starts to become the way you work and then once it starts to really work you have this kind of moment where you're just like i can't go back like what was i thinking before this like it's crazy and i'll come across companies you know i own an agency as well you know I have customers in that agency Sometimes I come across companies there that they're using obviously a ton of technology, but they use it really in a 
kind of like a support capacity or a as needed. Really, they don't want it put it at the center of their business. And it's crazy to me to see it. I'm kind of going like, how do you function? <laughs> right? It's a weird one. But I'm so excited to see how you guys have grown, Jeff been an amazing story. If somebody wanted to learn more about what Innovation Vista is doing right now, where's the best place to find you? Probably our website is the best place to go, innovationvista.com. Um, we're on LinkedIn as well, very active uh, with company posts as well as uh, I'm personally active there and on Twitter as well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and, and you know, certainly we, uh, we, we love this stuff. Um, so, you know, answering questions, talking with people, people are sometimes reluctant to reach out because they think the first thing you're going to do is try to get me to sign an SOW. And, you know, I mean, we're in business for that, but we're also happy to just sounding board and say, yeah, does this make sense? Or have you ever heard of anyone trying this kind of thing? I love those kind of conversations. And, uh, and, and sometimes, it, you know, we can, we can connect people with, uh, with, with other services or other technologies right. and it has nothing to do with billable hours for us. But uh, yeah, so I would encourage people reach out if you want to brainstorm or, or just hear a little bit more on these topics. That's awesome. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for being on Uncaged today. We've been speaking with Jeff Roberts. He's the founder and CEO of Innovation Vista, an IT consultancy providing C-level tech strategy and leadership services to small and mid-sized clients really all over the English speaking world. They're working on a variety of areas, digital transformation, stepping in as interim CIOs, the lovely hybrid world we live in now, the virtual CIOs, and much, much more. We've been talking about the changes in that landscape over the last couple of years and really what's going to be on the forefront over the next couple. Jeff, thank you so much for being on Uncaged today, and we look forward to having you back. Thank you so much for having me. Cheers.